leeches, kittens, and cows. The memory of summer vacation at Grandpa's house is something to be treasured in the middle of January. Because his house is small, my sister and I always share a bed on the screened-in porch. We groan and fight being sent there when the nights grow late. But the truth is, we like being relegated to that back room. We can eavesdrop on adult conversations in the kitchen while the night breeze washes over us. Once the inside voices die down, the outside roar of the bugs gets our attention. The window screens keep most of the big ones out, but the bushes outside make their way through the spaces between the window frame and the edges of the screens. Sometimes it feels more like camping out than sleeping in, and that's just fine with us. Even in the deep freeze of winter, I can transport myself to that screened-in porch so far away. All I have to do is close my eyes, and I can hear the midnight concert being performed by the cicadas and crickets and the occasional peeper frogs. Get over on your side of the bed. I mean it, Brenda. I'm trying, but I keep rolling back to the middle, she whined. Well, stop it. I'm not doing it on purpose. It's like I'm rolling down a hill to the middle of the bed. Well, roll back up it and hold on to the edge. You're mean. Yep. That's one advantage to being the oldest. You can get away with being the bossy one. We both laid there for a few minutes, the room pulsing with the buzzing sounds from outside. Do you think any of those bugs can get inside? Brenda quietly asks. Absolutely. A few more minutes pass and Brenda asks, What do you mean, absolutely? I mean, absolutely the bugs can get inside, every last one of them. After a short hesitation, I can't resist adding, It'll be a bug parade. They'll come marching one by one through that. Ugh! I knew it would happen. The creature that is also known as my sister has tumbled back into my territory again. But since I can't get the vision of gigantic marching insects out of my own head, I just put my arm around her and pretend I'm the one doing the comforting. Soon I no longer hear the racket from outside, or even my little sister's heavy breathing. The next morning, we're up in time to see the last of the cows standing in line for their breakfast. It's a kind of trick that farmers use to steal their milk. They offer a free breakfast and dinner, and the cows show up like magic. A few years ago, Grandpa milked the cows by hand, but now he has machines that do the job for him. There are vacuum tubes, pumps and milk tubes, and shiny stainless steel tanks that have transformed the barn into something that more resembles a science lab. What's that smell? My sister asks. Grandpa chuckles and asks her, Which one? The stinky one. Grandpa gives me a wink and turns to the wee one. Well, sugar, I'm in this barn all the time. The smells are so familiar to me, I don't pay any attention to them. Can you give me a little more information about this here stinky smell you're talking about? 
The words stinky and nasty eventually give rise to sour, and the mystery smell is identified. It's called silage, and that's a fancy word for the chopped corn and corn stalks that is the food that draws the cows to the barn like a magnet. You just can't account for a cow's taste buds. In addition to the newer milk barn, there is an old hay barn nearby. It was built a long time ago, and the wood has turned dark gray. There are spaces between the wooden planks, so the sunshine comes through those cracks in straight lines. I never could figure out why that barn is so hot since it has all those air vents, but the heat is like a heavy and sweaty blanket. We don't exactly want to go in there because of the heat, but we go just the same. That's where the kittens are. <laughs>